Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Oil. And uh, April, we have a special guest today. Yes, we're so excited. We have Matt Gates joining us today. Matt is Matt is sort of new to the uh, Might Sound Wild Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape leadership team, but you're not really a stranger to shore shooters because you used to be a you were a photographer for shore shooters quite a few years ago. I don't even remember what year that what years that was, uh, but it was a while back, right? Oh yeah, it was a it was quite a while. I think I looked back on it um, a couple days ago, maybe a week ago, and it was like uh, 2015, 2017. So it was it was a little while ago. But now you are our videographer and creative director, and you have been since uh, what was it, October of 2020? It was yeah, it was uh, like November 1st. I think is was my first official like uh, day. All right, and we're going to talk to Matt a little bit more today, find out who he is, what he does for us, and so on and so forth. Yeah, we're ju- we're just going to um, kind of talk about what the heck I do. <laughs> Before we get started with Matt, I just want to explain, we Matt and I met, um, I don't even know, five or six years ago probably, and we served together. He was kind of the my go-to, my point man for... Um, serving at a local church that we were at, City Hope. And uh, Matt was employed by the church. And so whenever it came time to volunteer, to serve in photography aspects, he was kind of the person in charge. So that's how I got to know him. And I was a huge fan of his work and how he created, not even just videography, but from like a photography standpoint, he was always the ability to capture emotion. And then even from a technical standpoint, just lots of tricky situations that he could seem to navigate through so easily. I was always just huge fan of his work. So just want you guys to know a little bit about him before we get started today and um, who he is. So, and we'll make sure to... You're just, you're just too kind. Um, (laughs) And I think we actually, I remember like meeting you and an old business partner of yours uh, when I was filming weddings with another company and, uh, you and Trish were um, shooting a wedding that I was uh, videoing for that other company. That's when we met. I was was trying to rack my brain before we got started today thinking about when is the first time I met Matt and it was that we were working on the same wedding. That's what it was. And then we so happened to go to the same church uh, and I ended up like scheduling all the videographer or all the photographers uh, for social and um, other content. That's right. Well, let's back it up and let's go. Uh, let's go way back to before any of us met and uh, talk about how you got started in this creative journey. Gosh, that's like uh, asking somebody how they were born. Um, I was probably eighteen, uh, trying to figure out uh, what the heck I wanted to do with my life. Uh, as everybody does at the end of high school and, uh, I was into music and, and other things and, uh, ended up, um, my dad had a film camera that he used, um, for, uh, just photographing whatever. Uh, and a buddy of mine asked me one day, like if we wanted to go, if I wanted to go take pictures with him. And, um, at the time I was, you know, thinking about going to school for design, 
because uh, I've always been into art. And um, after we got the photos back from Walgreens, when you could go to Walgreens and actually get photos developed, um, my dad said, you know, you actually, you know, you're a good designer, <laughs> but I think you're probably a better photographer. And so maybe you should try to figure out what that looks like uh, in your life. And so it was a big testament to him uh, just pushing me to chase something he could see in me. That is very cool. I actually have had the pleasure of meeting your dad. I can see that being part of his character to speak words like that into you. And that's really powerful. So um, parents, if you're listening, <laughs> it's really powerful yeah, to call parents, things out listening. in your children. So when did yeah, you... I, when did you no, get ahead, to Ron. the point to where you started turning this into something that you could make money off of? Um, gosh, it was, it was always a, it was a dream of, of mine to always be in the creative space. Like, um, growing up, my dad, uh, built websites and kind of did freelance design f for a little bit. And, um, he, you know, how I actually, how I got my first digital camera was he, uh, was involved with a ministry. And, uh, one time, uh, I think it was 2009, 2010, he said, um, to me, like, you know, if I buy this digital camera and, um, get you these things that you kind of wanted to kind of further your photography, uh, would you come with me to Washington DC and like photograph this event that they were doing? And, um, it was around that time where I could kind of visualize how the, it could be a business, how old not were just you? like, Oh gosh, I was like 20 maybe. Okay. Um, and I've, I've been fortunate where I've had parents and grandparents that anytime I've had something that I was interested in, they would kind of fund the, the first kind of round of, um, whatever, it, whatever I needed to at least get into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, um, kind of when I started to see it as a business was around then. Uh, and then I like photographed, um, like, uh, shows that I would go to and concerts and things. And then, uh, a friend of, um, a friend of a friend ended up asking me to shoot her senior portraits. And I'd never done that before. And I was so nervous. I was trying to figure out like, how do you shoot portraits? How do you like make somebody not look like a, a goblin, uh, you know, in front of the camera or make them look comfortable. And, um, I think I charged her, a hundred bucks and I drove to Jackson, Mississippi <laughs> and, uh, I think we shot for three or four hours and I would like now would never, you know, I'd never shoot that long cause people would get tired. But gosh, I remember, I remember that happening and just now looking back on it, feeling so sorry for <laughs> those being her senior portraits, even though, you know, they're, fine they just weren't the best so now somewhere along the I think most of us photographers kind of have that same story or like had that first gig that we didn't know what we were doing and we didn't even think we should be charging and all that but somehow you shifted into being 
this extremely talented, make you blush, but um, videographer. So when did you switch? When did you, or not that you made a, a, a switch, but like, when did that start to kind of take over as your main career path? Uh, I was, I was shooting a lot for a company um, locally that manufactured air filters uh, at the time. And uh, like I did some packaging for them and I did some uh, product shots and they had an idea to shoot, you know, a little commercial. And I think I had a camera that shot 720p video. And at the time it was HD or whatever. And, uh, and so I kind of pitched to them that I could shoot it. And that was, that was the start. Um, but over the course of the last, I want to say like seven years, um, video just became more of a, a platform that I could see being a little bit deeper than, um, uh, what I could do with a photograph. And I remember like starting out, uh, as you know, shooting video and just trying to think, um, about what to do with the camera, you know, like when you're shooting stills, it's like, all right, I can grab this photo and then move over here and grab this photo and then kind of like piece a story together, uh, in, you know, five or six photos. But this video platform now gives me 24 photos every second and like how do I make sense of it and not make it look terrible and and trying to think of it as you know um, a more elaborate still shot is kind of like what I um, started to do artistically is how can I I move ask so to cut you off a little bit when you go back to that is like more um, from a place inside of you that wanted to create differently than just with it. So it seems like it came from more of a, a place inside of you instead of a career path. It was like that came later. Yeah. It was was like for, for me in the beginning, it was, you know, we, as, um, as a kid, I've always been attracted to, like I said, the arts and, um, I was in like theater growing up and, uh, around, um, you know, like sci-fi movies. I remember my aunt showing me Star Trek, uh, like really early, uh, on in my life and always been intrigued at the process of making things. And so just trying to, um, wrangle in my personality in that way, uh, I, just started investigating like what could a image do beyond just a still frame? Like how can I try to convey the same emotion I want to convey in a still shot with a, uh, you know, a moving shot or with an edit, like how do I piece these things together and, and make it make sense first, but also make someone feel the way that I felt shooting it or the way that I felt, um, when I thought of the idea. Yeah, I can see that. I think so. Ron has also visited city hope when you were on staff there, which we'd love for you to share about your experience there. But we know that a lot of what we were seeing that you were contributing to that you were, you know, 100% involved in things we were seeing on screen, um, on Sunday mornings, you know, so, we could tell what you were just saying, like that process that, um, 
that and you were saying earlier before we even started recording how you like to tinker so I can kind of I can see that your efforts there there they show up like we we can definitely see that's why we were so drawn to you and just really ecstatic about getting you yeah, on board I, with us <laughs> what I was gonna what I was gonna ask you is how far into the video stuff were you when you started working for the church because as April said she and I have both always been blown away mm-hmm. by the quality of everything that church does. And so so were you still learning video at the time when you started working for the church or had you sort of mastered it by that time? <laughs> I don't um that's a funny question. I've uh I don't ever gosh, I I never have thought about being a master at video. I always have like um, seen myself as a student of video still, like even now, like there are plenty of things that I don't know about video and there are plenty of things about the process of like script writing or the process of, you know, whatever. I, I just kind of try to make it work to the best of my ability. Um, but back when I got hired at the church, I did I don't know if I made even like 50 videos by that point. Like I had, um, I'd made a video for a nonprofit locally, um, to try to help raise some money for them, um, in, uh, an annual fundraiser that they do. Um, and I think that was one of the first, uh, well, maybe the second time where I I saw like a, something that I make, I made like touch someone emotionally enough to like make them cry or um, make them feel something. Uh, it was actually a really cool video. Uh, it was about this lady uh, who used this nonprofit, uh, which is a food pantry, used this nonprofit uh, to... Um, help her in a time of need and her story was really um personal uh and really vulnerable it actually came from a letter that she had written the food pantry and um it talked about how uh her ex-husband was um verbally verbally and physically abusive to her she ended up moving out and kind of on the run from her from him still like she she wouldn't, you know, she wasn't comfortable sharing like where she lived or anything like that. And so, um, I actually got the opportunity to meet her and talk to her a little bit. And while she wasn't comfortable sharing her story, even on video or even with her voice, uh, I ended up having a voiceover artist, like read the letter she wrote to the food pantry and then tried to find, um, some areas that I could uh, film to kind of give those emotions of what she was saying in the letter and ended up being a really cool video. Um, and then like, I think the very first video I ever made was a like 60 minute documentary, uh, which sounds like a crazy idea now, um, to be a first video for anybody, but I was always intrigued by like how my grandparents met. And so I made a 60 minute documentary about, uh, how they met. Um, and it's called, I found him at Mardi Gras because they met at Mardi Gras while my uh, grandfather was in the Navy. 
and I took like old reel to reel film um, of them like in uh, Pasadena, California when they first got married and like when they had my mom and projected it on a wall and filmed it with this really crappy digital camera that I had and Gosh, like I think I found the project file the other day and thought about re-editing it at some point because Please. it was way too long. But um, it was it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really fun first project, and I think that's kind of where my passion for video came out of is like finding projects in my life or things in my life to just play and yeah. just explore and enjoy the process of making something and just seeing what I could do. And then when I got hired with the church, um, I kind of in my life, I had just, um, my wife and I had just gone through some really difficult times and I kind of found Jesus again and, um, felt like I was being called to kind of change what I was doing as a career. And, um, one day the church ended up asking me to do some freelance stuff and I guess it worked out uh, the couple of things that they asked me to do uh, and then they kind of held uh, what they called an audition or uh, whatever where they would um, they gave me a couple of projects to work on and one of them was like 10 stories that we were going to use in a curriculum and trying to navigate this like producer role, director role, and then use the guys they already had to, uh, create these stories. And, um, after that, that's kind of when they asked me to come on. <laughs> so you, you did a good job with that. Yeah. You must've passed the test so. if they offered you a job. Well, we it, did 10, we did 10 stories in three weeks, I think. Wow. And so for people who don't know City Hope, definitely go look, look them up just so you can see. It's just I w it's just not your average church. They just shine. They do everything with excellence. I can imagine being in your position or being in any position where you're kind of like trying out or whatever. It's intimidating because this church is so blessed with talent. Like they just oh, have yeah. so many talented folks on staff and volunteering and just um, for all the way from, I mean, design to production to worship to I mean, photography. Well, I, yeah, everything. like that was the thing that attracted me to go there, but like I didn't know at the time, um, but the senior pa or the lead pastor now, um, who was the founding pastor's son, uh, actually has a film degree. Like he went to full <laughs> sale and he has a film degree. And so like he was looking at what I did from a completely different lens than anybody else. And so now, I mean, like when I found that out, I was like, you know, I'm not a prideful person. I don't like to brag about myself, but I was like, gosh, like I impressed somebody that actually knows what the <laughs> heck they're doing. It wasn't like a, you know, um, I think a lot of times like in business or when you're filming stuff for business or you're photographing stuff for businesses, you can kind of get away with a lot because those people don't know a lot about right. what you're doing, mm -hmm. but to like go into an area or go and work with people that do know what they're doing is really intimidating. Uh, you kind of have to be on your game all the time. Um, but it was uh, a really special process. And it, you know, really showed me um, how much 
could be accomplished with video uh, through those projects. And um, even before that, like I wouldn't call, I wouldn't have called myself a videographer or filmmaker. I would have called myself like a photographer mm-hmm. first. Um, but over the last five years that I was with the church, like I would call myself more of a filmmaker first. I think I'll always be a photographer and I'll always love photography, but I love, um, a little bit more like the puzzle of putting, you know, a story together or filming a story is, is become more of what I enjoy doing. Uh, it shows and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of say that I know there's much more to tell about your years at the church and then the experience that you gained and, and just everything, but you shot me a text last year at the end of last year (laughs) and this you know and like ron said before you had you had freelanced for us years and years ago for shore shooters and um so you shot me a text and was like i'm i got a little little change I, i feel the need to try to make it as a freelance artist and you know if you guys have any room on your schedule every little bit helps kind of thing i'm you know out here doing this trying to make it full time you know on my own again i'm like in target when you just shot me that text and I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, sure. We'll add you to the schedule, you know, with the 50 other photographers that we have. And I'm like, there's no way I'm letting this, you know, opportunity pass by I me. Mean, I think Ron and I had briefly talked for years, not really at any length about getting organized to have someone like you on our staff that never really came up, but it was always like a, definite like underlying thing that having someone it's not someone I'll say having you like be involved to the level that you know we could figure out something to utilize your skills and that's all I could think about when I was in Target was like I'm not gonna just use this guy to shoot like we've got to have him telling the same kind of stories for us that I mean how could you compare like what we do to the church but I mean just like the level that you brought of like being able to do that I, we, I'm immediately calling Ron like, hey, Matt, Matt, Matt Gates is free. Um, he's got some time on his she hands. Was, she was so excited when she called me. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, and, I'm and, just and so grateful she, that she was excited. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, was, I was also excited because um, that's, I guess, really your role with our businesses is to tell our story. Mm-hmm. And... Um, because that's that's something that we've always struggled with is how do we tell people who we are because we're not like anybody else. Yeah. And so so that's your job is to tell tell the story. And then you just bring so much to the table. So like when we are just shooting around ideas and being able to dream together with your you and I have that brain that kind of like connects when we sit down and start really. We end up having like a 15 minute conversation that turns into a two hour conversation. Exactly. Both of us are like, how did this happen? So I think that first coffee. So, you know, back to Target, I'm like pushing my cart through and talking to you about, you know, some ideas that are just basically blurry at the time. And I'm like, let's grab coffee, which we did um, in September, October, whenever that was. And so what can I, I mean, might be an awkward question now that you're on board, but that coffee date, did that like, what made you willing to take that gamble to go, 
okay, this is a big change, but I'm going to come on staff with these guys. Like, I mean, honestly, like from the first time we talked, I, I knew I, I wanted to like be a big part of what shore shooters and mountain escape was doing. Um, just because like over like the last five years of the church, one of the big things I really enjoyed was helping photographers grow and helping creatives grow and helping people see the potential in themselves to step out of the box with what they're doing or helping them push past a um, creative block where they feel like, you know, I've made these photographs or I made these designs 200 times and, and I don't know if I have like a new idea in me. And one of the things that you and I talked about was education and, and um, the opportunity to start uh, like a YouTube channel and, and really help photographers and help business professionals and creatives see that there uh, is potential within themselves. There is a um, successful creative, a successful business owner in them. And maybe they just need a little bit of push or they need somebody to say, Hey, you can do it. And so after the first conversation you and I had, I, I immediately called my wife and I was like, you cannot believe, uh, what just happened on the phone. <laughs> me um, calling Ron. Yeah, same yeah, thing. It was kind of the well, same like, thing when she called me. <laughs> Yeah, at at the end of it, like you and I both were like, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know what it's going to look like, but like, let's explore this relationship more and this opportunity to work together more. And I remember like when you and I had coffee, it was like, uh, do we bring you on full time? I don't know if it can work or do we put you on retainer? But like at some point, uh, you're going to, uh, we're going to work together. We're going to like make things together and we're going to do this. And I just, I don't know. I just well, the, always the, felt the a interesting big piece about, piece about it. it. The interesting thing about that of talking about like salary retainer and all that kind of stuff is when April called me, she's just like, boom, 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 all these different ideas. And me being the, you know, money mathematical, you know, numbers person in the company, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, you know, if you were, if we were paying you per job for each one of these and it was mm -hmm. like, oh wow, we can't afford that, <laughs> you know, cause she was just coming off with so many different ideas. And so that was why you ended up becoming an employee for us because, because <laughs> it was just like there there were just so many ideas of different things that you could do for these companies yeah and and that's kind of how i um pitched it to april when we were talking like you know what is this you know gonna be and i kind of told her this is how much i charge per project or this is how much like you know, you could expect to pay for these couple of things. And I even told you, I think April, when we were having coffee, I was like, I don't know if this is smart to tell you this, but it would actually be way cheaper for you guys. If you brought me on. Yeah, that was, that was my thought too. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited that we were even exploring something that happened so organically, like just to be able to have someone come on, you know, there's always been obvious roles in our company that needed to be filled. 
And those are, a lot of those are like just straightforward. You gotta, you gotta do certain things. You gotta process invoices. You gotta take appointments, you gotta answer phones. But this was such a big, exciting like role to have you. And it really is because of you, Matt. It's not, it's not something that we were looking to fill. You are the reason that we kind of created this position is because pure, like just a God thing, just to like have you come on board with us and just like be patient enough to figure out what it is that we need from you and then explore that with us. It just, it's, it's such an exciting time to, to be involved with mountain escape and shore shooters. We just made it through a pandemic. So there's like a lot, there's a lot to look forward to in 2021 having you with us. I'm so excited. I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you a question here before yeah, we uh, wrap this up, because I think just about every photographer at some point at least plays around with the idea of either doing photography and video or transitioning completely from photography to video. Yeah. So what would be your advice on somebody who might be thinking about something like that? Um, I mean, for me, it's, you know, what do you have to lose? (laughs) You know, just trying it, you know, spending a small portion of a vacation or an outing with your family capturing some video and just seeing what uh what you can do i mean a lot of us as photographers um pay for the creative cloud and it comes with a lot of tools that you know most of us don't know what to do with or don't know what they are or whatever um but there's a program that adobe puts out called adobe premiere pro that is actually um the same program that I use today, uh, to edit videos with. And a lot of the shortcut keys from Photoshop or, um, any of the other programs that a lot of us use, uh, work in the same way, uh, in those programs. And so I think like today, uh, or today, you know, in today's time in 2021, uh, there's no reason not to try it. Uh, there's YouTube videos out there. There's going to be some, you know, YouTube videos on the Might Sound Wild page that are going to help with this. Um, but there are too many resources and too many uh, opportunities to pass, you know, pass on the opportunity to at least try it. Uh, I know there are several photographers that I know that have brought on or partnered with uh, video guys to do engagement video vignettes, you know, a little add on to your portrait session, but there's no reason why, uh, you shouldn't be able to just flip into video mode while you're shooting portraits or, uh, you know, I wouldn't do it as much with a wedding, but, uh, while you're on site with a business or a magazine shoot and offering, you know, a behind the scenes package or like a, um, a video vignette that, you know, could be a couple hundred dollar add on to your port, you know, your, uh, engagement portraits or senior portraits or family portraits. Um, it's just, it's too easy not to try. Yeah. That's good advice. That's encouraging. All right. So now on our next episode, we're going to kind of reverse the roles from what we did today and you are going to interview us. Oh, I have so many episode. questions. <laughs> okay, so uh, that'll be uh, that'll be available in uh, about a week or so. Um, so make sure you check back. So make sure you follow us, uh, like us, thumbs up, 
all that good stuff that you do with podcasts. So you can yeah, keep so up with what's going uh, on. You, you can follow the My Town Wild uh, Instagram uh, at, at My Town Wild or uh, Shore Shooters at Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape at Mountain Escape. Um, the businesses that Ron and April run uh, are incredible resources for families uh, that are on vacations or in adventures and um, life. And we are really excited to offer um, those uh, services to people and we want to be a resource to help people preserve adventures and memories. Yep. Time to plan those summer vacations. <laughs> so shore shooters, if you're heading to the beach, mountain escape, if you're heading to the Smoky Mountains. One more thing real quick before we go. Let's talk about, speaking of the mountains, <laughs> photographer retreat. The Might Sound Wild Photographer Retreat that is coming up I'm at so the end of April. Yes, this is the second time that we've met um, in the Smoky Mountains. Um, and this time I feel like we really have so much to offer. Um, if you're a photographer, you can expect to build a ton of content over the course of uh, two full days of shooting, three nights at a really great campground that puts you literally steps away from the National Park. Um, we've brought on uh, local, well, local to the where you are, Matt, local to the Gulf Shores area, Lauren. Uh, she, Scary, uh, she is an incredible stylist and coordinator for weddings in the area. And I've been able to connect with her about coming to style these little content building setups that we have. So that kind of takes it to an another level, just having a professional really put their all into what you're going to be shooting. But outside of that, I got to say, when we get together like this, it's a lot of bonfires, um, little music. Last year, we had a pop-up tattoo artist. It's just like, I feel like we've created something that's like my dream to attend. So <laughs> I'm hoping people feel the same way about it. It's it's a blast. Yeah. And, I know if it's um, your dream, April, it's going to be incredible. Because uh, <laughs> you. you've got a cool aesthetic and um, it'll be my first retreat. I'm just really excited to to be around and be available um, not only to the photographers that want to try to push their camera into video every once in a while, but also mm -hmm. capture the fun that we get to have. Yes. Yeah. If you, uh, <clears throat> well, first of all, if you're a shore shooters or mountain escape photographer and you haven't signed up yet, shame on you. <laughs> really? Um, but also if you are a, if you're, if you're not far from the smoky mountains, um, we will be doing day passes mm -hmm. for photographers uh, in the area. You could, or even if you even if you don't live close to the Smoky Mountains, you want to make a vacation out of it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Get bring the family and get your own accommodation mm -hmm. somewhere. Maybe you want to maybe you want to stay in a cabin in Gatlinburg, but you yeah. still want to come to our retreat. Um, we are doing day passes. So all the information is on mightsoundwild.co. Yes. And uh, find out how you can get the uh, day passes. Uh, we're we're only accepting a certain number. Mm -hmm. We're not not taking a whole lot of people on, so there is an application process, and um, we uh, we will only be accepting people that we feel will, you know, get, mesh with yeah, get a lot of use out of it and yeah. of the group, and but, so. 
Um, but but you can fill you can find that application on mightsoundwild.co. Yeah, and I will say we've been getting a lot of questions about like, can I come to this? Is this for me? So, um, y- you know, it, 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 I think it obviously benefits people who are well on their way in their career and the way that they can build content. And they kind of already know what they're doing like don't have a ton of questions about technical stuff, but I wouldn't want to discourage people who are, are new to the game to, to come in. There's so many great kind people that attend this thing that are willing to just like be like, Hey, put your settings here. <laughs> I'm shooting yeah. up this F stop, whatever, you know, without having like specific teaching. There are plenty of workshops out there that are about teaching. And that's, this is a little bit more about the experience and the content. Um, peer peer mentorship yeah peer mentorship helping each other um push past uh things that get in the way yeah so i would encourage you to at least apply or you know find me on instagram and and dm me and ask me specific questions if you have more um we were one of the big things with shore shooters and mountain escape has always been like no egos allowed so (laughs) please don't worry about that coming to a workshop with a you know a bunch of people that already know each other it's going to be a great time everyone's great so yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. All right. All right. So that's going to that's gonna do it for this one. We'll be back in about a week, and uh, Matt will interview us. So that's don't miss so that. Fun. And thank you for uh, checking out the Might Sound Wild podcast. Make sure, like I said, uh, like, follow, thumbs up, subscribe, all that and other leave, stuff you do with podcasts. Yeah, and leave a review on uh, Apple yes. iTunes that was the uh, podcasts thing. or Spotify. Mm-hmm. It'll help us um, get better at this and also help people find it. All right. We'll see you in about a week.